Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So now Posey ranges away and throws it so high. There are some intangibles that those projections failed to take into consideration. The crowd was going crazy. There's not much in life that's better than that. You're listening to Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys on the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network. Hello there. Welcome to the 49th episode of the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Sam Lubman here with Joe the Butcher Boy Shasky. And the Giants have completed their uh, first series of their first homestand, take, uh, taken one of three against the Kansas City Royals. And this weekend, Shasky, we got to return to the ballpark. Just really quick before we really dive into it, just being able to walk through uh, through the ballpark again, what was it like being back? I thought it was an absolutely incredible environment. I think like we've underrated Giants fans just in general in terms of their hardcore fandom. Um, and then obviously there's a ton of casual Giants fans, especially over the last 15 years. You know, uh, going back to when they finally won that World Series, you can start to see that there are generations of Giants fans, young, old, you know, all the way up to to grandparents who were there many, many moons before they ever hoisted a championship. And just being in that ballpark, it's one of the greatest venues, I think, in sports, number one. Number two, my God, the pace of play was through the roof. My wife, uh, my, my brother-in-law's uh, wife, um, excuse me, my, my, my cousin's wife, um, they were all commenting on how, you know, with the pitch clock, and this was a casual baseball fan's observation, now I know when the ball's going to be in play. Like, it's almost like a timer yeah. to tell me, pay attention, something's about to happen. And so I went to go grab, you know, food and drinks and beverages and things like that. And I realized, like, man, I, I missed an entire inning. Whereas before, I might only miss one or two batters. Yeah. And so I just think from an in-game viewing experience, because that was my first in-game viewing experience of all of the new rules there's just so much to take away, but it felt great being in that ballpark, even though they lose game one, they lose game two in a horrific fashion of the series, and they ended up salvaging today. We'll get to all of those, but I think my general consensus, A, we underrated Giants fans. Like, they were out in droves, and Definitely. B, my God, the pitch clock, the bases, more movement on the base pass, being uh, limiting how many times you could throw over. It has made it a must watch in the stadium type of a performance it was incredible sam yeah no i mean it's, it's always great to be back and you're right the, the the spirit of giants fans it has not died they really just giants fans they, it takes a lot to really kill their spirits yeah. and this weekend it was out in full force you could just really feel the joy as far as the pitch clock so in the uh the top of the seventh inning i went to go uh visit some of my seat neighbors over in section 127 chat with them for a little bit stayed through the seventh inning stretch i left as soon as the seventh inning stretch was over I walked from section 127 back to the press box. By the time I sat back down in my seat in the press box, the bottom of the seventh inning was over. Wow. It was like, I, there was no dilly dallying on my end. I was straight walk back. I didn't bump into anybody. I didn't go to the bathroom. Didn't get any concessions or anything like that. It was just, I'm going to keep walking. And then by the time I sat down, I met, I missed an entire half inning. So it does move quickly. You, you really cannot look away at all or else you are going to miss something. So, um, 
Speaking of stuff that we maybe would have want to missed was those two <laughs> losses uh, that we started off the home stretch with. Before we before we move on yeah. to those, before we move on to those, just a general takeaway. I don't know how many people casually understand the Royal roster. Like it's Salvador Perez and a bunch of nobodies. You know, Bobby Wood right. Jr. is an exciting name who played for Team USA. But like, let's be real. Matt Duffy got an unbelievable reception from Giants fans. I'm not sure if you caught that on Friday. Oh, no, I did. I know it was one of the top uh one of the top ovations of that day was when Matt Duffy came out. That was incredible. And then number two, they had guys in motion all game long in both games in terms of base pass speed. It was the most action I've seen on the bases in forever. So I just want to hear like one last little bow on the rules and the pitch clutch, which I know we're going to talk about all year long. Seeing a guy steal a base, force the second baseman to go and cover and then hit, hit and run, basically driving the ball to, to right field. How amazing was that? And then you get to see first to third. And I, I just thought, and I know we're going to get to Bryce Johnson and his base running today, but like seeing people run the bases to me is one of the exciting plays in baseball. They have nailed these rules. And that's just in stadium, watching it from the seats, watching it from my couch. Uh, that's my big takeaway two weeks in. Forget the Giants and all that. Baseball <laughs> nailed these rules. Like they are amazing. It's it's they're off to a great start. You you're really seeing yeah the the, the fast pace again. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wonder if maybe it's a little too fast. I know today's game you're approaching. <laughs> it was two hours and fifteen minutes for today's game. I'll be honest, Shasky. If I ever go to a baseball game that ends in two hours or less, I'm probably gonna feel like I didn't get my money's worth. But I can understand we'll, that. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. One thing yeah. I do really want to get into is uh, talking about the hitting with the Giants right yes. now. We really saw both sides of it this weekend. It's just been super hot and cold. You know, one mm. day. They're hitting the ball all over the park. The next day, they're exerting as much effort as they possibly can just to scrape a run together, and it doesn't really matter because the other team's going to score three, four, five runs. I'm just kind of curious, though, when when it comes to this up-and-down nature of of the Giants' lineup right now, I mean, obviously it's it's early, so it's not going to be like that forever. But I feel like if if that's what it's going to be like early on, that's going to get frustrating for Giants fans really quickly. Yeah, I, I hear you on that. Let's let's talk about some of the positives though. Like Yastrzemski, mm-hmm. Conforto, JD Davis, VR, Estrada. Like these guys are having great at bats. I know the numbers don't look eye popping, but like watching it with my eyeballs, it is eye popping because I'm seeing good balanced swings. Is Crawford in a deep abyss? Yeah, yeah, he is. Are are they failing to get the big hit with runners in scoring position? It does feel that way. Like all of those things can be true. I actually really like their approach right now. I, I don't understand why they're bunting as much as they as they are because it, to me it was like a wave the white flag moment when they bunted mm-hmm. with two outs with Yastrzemski the other day. Like that didn't make a lot of sense to me. But I'm loving the approach from the hitters. I do believe these bats are going to wake up, but there's going to be days, you know, like again, it seems the consistent theme, the days where they strike out um, are every day, but the days they don't put the ball in play at all, they're not going to score a lot of runs because they're not a very fast team. No, and this is the problem when you have a team that really becomes over-reliant on home runs. Is yes. When you don't have home runs to hit, then you're looking for other ways to score, and the Giants are really just kind of early on showing that they're struggling to find ways to score where mm-hmm. you're just kind of keeping the line moving. You know, the, We always talk about the ground attack, but yeah, it's, it's base hit after base hit after base hit, just knock guys in. So after Friday's game, you know, in the post-game scrum, I asked Gabe Kapler just kind of his thoughts on just kind of how up and down this offense has been. And here is what he had to say on that. 
think it's sticking with our our approach as an offense always, which is looking for pitches to drive. If the pitch is in that location, you're going to be especially aggressive. If pitches are not in that location, you're going to be patient. Um, sometimes you have to hand it to a, a pitcher who does a nice job. And on the other hand, uh, we're the type of offense that can survive against any pitcher in this league. Um, we just need to show up more consistently than we have so far this season. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Basically, yeah, I mean, he's it, it's more just that they're going to keep focusing on their approach at the play. We know how the Giants really try to attack hitting. They're, they're going to look for their pitches that they like to hit, and they're going to spit on the pitches that they don't want to hit. It's a very admirable strategy, but here's kind of my concern that I want to kind of share with you, Shasky, and that is great pitchers know where to throw the ball where the other hitters won't be able to hit it. You saw it. Again, in, in game one with Garrett Cole, he was really pounding guys on the inside of the, in the, on the inside part of the zone, getting strikes. And that's just part of the zone that the Giants just weren't able to make contact in. I wonder if teams have maybe kind of figured out the Giants approach at the plate and they know, hey, if we can hit them in certain spots of the strike zone, they're just they're not going to have any answers for it there. I'm kind of curious. Are, do you feel like that maybe teams are kind of catching on to that strategy? And I mean, obviously, it takes a pitcher to really kind of be able to locate pitches, mm-hmm. to be able to do that. So certain pitchers are going to have better luck doing that than others. But what I'm seeing that, you know, we're going to stick to our approach, but teams are beating the Giants at their approach. It, it seems like you're, you're, you're having a moment where something's going to have to give. I think this is a team that if you just look at how they've assembled it, this is going to be one of the all time high strikeout teams in Giants history. I mean, it just is. Like Sam, I mean, how many guys, there are a lot of guys with good on base percentages on this team relative to league average. But these guys all strike out a high amount of times. And so I think that the strikeout for a Giants fan is actually we reject it. We, we do not like the strikeout. I think there's other fan bases that maybe are more accustomed to the strikeout. I don't think Giants fans are that way. And I would argue this. They do have a lot of guys that are big boppers. The area that they have really failed to capitalize on is finding an above average leadoff man. I mean, yeah. I know Lamont Wade Jr. has really nice on-base percentage, again, relative to league average, not necessarily a base dealer. Boy, if they could find one guy who they could slot at the top of this order where he guys gets on base and he's a havoc to be on second or to score from second on a base hit with the meat of this order, I think a lot of these other guys would look a lot different. And then again, you're looking at a team that just doesn't put the ball in play a lot. No, and I think maybe when we're talking about finding that leadoff guy, I mean, again, Lamont Wade Jr., you love the fact that he gets on base, but yeah, he's not a guy who he's, he's not going to turn a single into a double Sam, right Sam. away with base running, you know, but, but a guy like maybe a Bryce Johnson, exactly. I, up, I think that's where you're going earlier. He's the only guy on this team outside of maybe Austin Slater, who I think has that kind of top of the lineup speed. You maybe depending on who you ask Tyro Estrada, a lot of people see him as a guy who can maybe be a 20 stolen base guy with the bigger bases, mm-hmm. but no, it, it, it lets you have that, legitimate table setter at the top of the lineup it does it, it trickles down through exactly. the rest of the batting order you're not setting the table but then it's the times where the giants do set the table that 
can also be incredibly vexing for Giants fans. And I'm talking about uh, yesterday, Saturday's game, where it was the, I believe, the ball of the eighth inning, Mm -hmm. and the Giants loaded the bases with nobody out. And as soon as it happened, I just, I let out just a big sigh, just like I I knew what was about to happen. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, three straight strikeouts later, I was proven right. Shasky, it's the same problems that this team had last year. I think we said in the last pod, bases loaded hitting is just an abyss for this team right now. I just, I, I don't understand how it's such a struggle for them. They can load the bases like no one else. They were great at doing it last year, but as soon as it happens, you know, they just, they, they struggle. They can't and, get hit. It's, it's and, either walks or sacrifices. And this is where my big pushback with the analytics people who say strikeouts don't matter at all, as in they, they don't hurt you negatively. Mm-hmm. Case in point yesterday, two strikeouts with a runner on third and less than two outs. Two. Too. Like you've got to put the ball in play at minimum, hitting it back to the pitcher at least forces multiple people to touch the ball, make the guy make a decision. You know, like one world series, they would put the ball in play and guys exactly. would put the ball. And that's how you get magical moments. Like say like the Brooks Conrad moment. Well, like, I, I, I going back to it, not having a lead off a true leadoff hitter, you know, now you're slotting other people in different spots. Like I like to see Lamont Wade in the five, six, seven hole. And then he's coming up in that situation yesterday, as opposed to Crawford. Like right now, Crawford feels like an eight hitter, a nine hitter. Like he really does. Um, I think he's five for 30 or five for 29 to start off the season. It's a funk and his Mm -hmm. movement going left and right. Not good. And so I'm, uh, they're grounding into double plays because they don't have a lot of team speed. Um, it's just very, very frustrating. Situational hitting has been an issue for the whole organization for a long time. Yeah. And it's, it's either they're just have to break through and these hits are going to have to just eventually start falling. They, they're just going to eventually have to start making hits, or they're going to have to make an adjustment at the plate. I don't know if they're going to be making huge yeah. adjustments. This is not um, the, the, the team philosophy is not one that's built on making adjustments. I yeah. asked Mike Shremsky after the game, just kind of, you know, what the, the plan is there, you know, would there, would there be a change in the plan? And he kind of just kind of shot it down. No, we're not going to make any changes at the plate. We're going to keep to our approach because that's what's been working there. And that's something that kind of fundamentally, fundamentally worries me for this team is when the league adjusts to you, you need to then adjust to the adjustment. Mm-hmm. And that is something that the Giants, ever since Farhan and Gabe Kapler got here, they are very committed to their approach. And on the one hand, I do respect that. But when your approach is no longer working and you're doing the same thing over and over again, you get into the definition of insanity right now. Sam, I don't think the Royals roster is better than the Giants. Okay, now there's reasons why they lost, but they did a lot of little things really well. They executed small ball for multiple days quite well. And I was very impressed with the brand of baseball that the Royals played. I felt like they adjusted their approach as a team based on the personnel they had leaning into the speed, leaning into small ball. You know what I mean? And so I saw so many stolen bases and so many opportunities. Cobb got squared up a lot, even though the numbers didn't maybe showcase that he got hit around like that. They put really good swings on the ball on Friday. And so it's no surprise to me that they won both of those games. That's a scrappy team. And I love their approach. The Giants approach is not going to be one where they put the ball in play a lot. And it's not going to be one that isn't without home runs and strikeouts. Sam, that's the roster they've built. I need to kind of come to grips with it. Yeah. And it's for better or for worse. There's going to be days where when it, when it works out, it's going to look like Shakespeare. They've hit, I think 16 home runs in their, in their four wins so far. But then there's going to be days where it's just we're, it's going to be feel like we're pulling teeth, just trying to get one one across. And 
it's going to be something that Giants fans are going to have to really come to grips with early on because it's it's going to drive you crazy if you, if you allow it to. So 